Hello, hello, and welcome to another, another episode. So today, I'm like, Clavi, what are we talking about today? Well, I guess the first thing I, I wanted to address with this, um, this coffee with Clavi was I uh, got the chance to visit my friend, in Port Jeff, as well as go to Blydenburg Park. So first, if you haven't been to Blydenburg, it's a beautiful park in Smithtown. Very big, very big. There's a lot of places you can go. You can go kayaking slash like boat-ish up. There is a launch uh, point. There's camping. There's a whole bunch of areas. Uh, I have a friend that actually lives by there that I usually park around there. There's two entrances. There's one um, by his, like, closer to him where he lives, and then one, um, you know, kind of like another uh, off the side streets. Not side streets, but more like residential. And there's also, like, other entrances that I've walked to, but I haven't, like, parked at. Very nice uh, walk. You could definitely probably walk most of the park in, like, two hours. I had a call, so I had a bit of a, an hour and a half, but I was able to walk to the place... I wanted to a new place, and there's plenty of paths that you can get lost. Tons of people. Not like tons, but there was a good amount of people for a nice kind of more of a nature hike compared to like a park. So that was really nice, really beautiful. A great fall day. You know, kind of going back to one of our themes of, you know, enjoy what's in front of you while it's there, kind of seasonal stuff. I didn't really partake in much of like the Halloween stuff in terms of movies, but enjoying the full weather um, and the sunniness and the warmth before it goes away. Uh, curiously, uh, at night, it was actually kind of cool, cold. I uh, ended up hanging out my friend by uh, Slurp Ramen, then I walked around and then saw some other friends by the brewery. And yeah, we were both like, Oh, this is, you know, the day was beautiful, but, you know, that's fall, right? The days can be warm and then nights are a little, uh, little chilly. So, you know, appreciating the seasons that you have or whatever coffee or whatever thing. Uh, and then in terms of coffee, after Blydenberg and I met up with an old friend to do a little just chatting and stuff, I went to Druthers, which I have spoken about previously, and... Uh, yeah, I would uh, recommend it again. They didn't have the pour I, I wanted to try this time, uh, but they had like a Kenyan, which is a bit more berry kind of coffee in general, citrusy-ish. So I would recommend. It's um definitely a very nice cafe. Definitely good stuff. You can get a little bit of food and stuff there. There's also, I was told, a new coffee place in Port Jeff, so that's going to be on my agenda for maybe the next time or the next next time. Um, like, you know, you don't know what to expect, but it's okay. You just go to open mind, see what's there. Uh, it's more like in uh, Port Jeff, like the town, so it's you know part of the whole Port Jeff vibes and stuff like that. Whereas Druthers is. <laughs> If you know Stony Brook at all, it's kind of near the train station area off of 25A uh, over there. And it's um, pretty much sort of like the north uh, 
northern side of the campus. If you know Stony Brook campus, a nice, a nice spot. Um, you know, it's Stony Brook, so it's kind of like woodsy. Whereas Port Jeff is like kind of out of the woods, more at the port. Just kind of, you know, vibes to end to, you know, do I be able to hang out? Got some good writing in and just thinking, texting some friends, catching up. Uh, vibes are really good. Then uh, went for the second week in a row uh, to the cup in the Wanta by the train station. Yeah, vibes are good again. Uh, was definitely popping uh, Friday night. People are kind of coming up, chilling, playing the games, uh, like board games and stuff. And got to connect with some co-workers that we've been meaning to go out and visit our other co-worker while uh, she was working there. So we got to just, you know, enjoy that and be like, oh, this could be a future thing. And that's a, a nice reminder of like life, right? If you... uh Sorry, just enjoying some spritzy. Um, I have a story, not a story, but a thoughts on espresso after this. That, you know, you have coworkers, you have people you work with, your friends, your family, you have like whoever. Making, making the time to, you know, build those bonds and invest in each other. Um, definitely it feels like a skill that is there. Very important not as probably prevalent as it used to be, right? There's such a focus on smartphones and devices and all that. So, you know, something to be mindful of, of, um, you know, what you can do to enhance your relationships and going to like quote my favorite country here for you guys. But in Japan, you know, the eating and drinking after work, which is a different thing. It's, it's a bit more of the obligation. You know, we're kind of adding on to the, long days and really you're not really working harder or smarter you're just working longer and then you're going out to like eat and socialize but 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 right there like the socialized actually ignoring like the pressure of like having to go out and do it which is like just more of a cultural thing it's more in the context of japan it's just kind of a thing um right like you are when you when they do do that they are like you know one you know kind of de-stressing just like leaving work at work just enjoying each other and chatting and then you know it you know it it creates the space for people to be a little more they're like honmei uh, or like the inside their true feelings which uh it's important right for us to make this time for people in our lives and you know, like right co-workers of any kind in any job it's good just to know people because like i was uh I, you know i trained uh, my first like you know barista at the new store and uh, she really enjoyed the training process getting to know everyone and um the environment that we've created at the store she loves it it's great and it's nice to see that right if people put in the effort towards creating that kind of space, both right as like each level, right? The baristas, the, the shifts, the manager, everyone is, you know, putting the energy towards that kind of thing. Uh, right. And that's just kind of one example of how we can create things that you can make really, a really good work environment. That's more encouraging, positive. All right. That'll just get better work done. Everyone's happy. People are doing good stuff. You know, and then applying the same concept to like whatever it is you're doing, like whether that's a club 
or not like a club, you know, like a, a group activity sort of thing, old friends or family. If you're having fun, then it's just like, right, time will fly. It's not like you have to pull people's teeth. You just go, okay, cool. We'll just do this. It'll be fun. If we could do it, great. If you can't, also great. We'll try again. You know, it's hard to <coughs> hard to line up schedules, but eventually they'll either come together or we may have to like make some sacrifices in terms of like saying, hey, like it's been a few months. We all are busy. Let's, you know, do our best to all try and make this one thing. And kind of reminds me of a rule my my senpai once taught me uh, that she learned from working in a lab as a former PhD person. She got her PhD uh, and is doing something in a different realm now. And right, basically that you'll never get 100% attendance for anything. Right, if we were going to try and be like, all right, let's find the perfect day to all meet up and do our thing, it's not going to work out. Like, it's just something will come for somebody, and it's like, oh, we'll reschedule, reschedule, reschedule. And what she found, and what I find, you've probably found too. You've probably seen this a thousand times that it'll just not get rescheduled. So you have to like make the the rule, the call, the guiding decision that hey, if we have like. X percent, you know, most of the people will just, it's fine. The next time maybe someone else can make it, somebody else will make, because this was a very, I'm sure if you play Dungeons and Dragons or any role-playing game or online game, it's the most annoying effing thing just to try and get people's schedules to line up so that the whole group, because it's the kind of thing where the group is small enough, like you're like four to six, maybe seven, eight tops people, and we're missing one or two people can impact the play experience because right like if you're missing one key class like a like a fighter or like sort of like the magic user for like all that magic stuff or like the healer right so like you kind of are down one of the key strategic components so that is more detrimental to like the the quote campaign the group as a whole but right if we're hanging out with people if someone can't make it hey like there's another time and right, I kind of got to see this again with like my new coworkers and that, hey, like we made it. Oh, cool. We'll, we like this. this is fun. You know, get to know each other, get to relax and more, you know, right. It can be stressful. It's, you know, certain you know jobs at times, especially in service like uh, you know Starbucks or, right, or coffee or food. There will be, you know, busy times where things are a little crazy, but with the right creating the right environment at work, we can mitigate that as well as then saying, hey, we're just going to chill now and set the intention, right? Another, another lesson to kind of harken back to here of doing something the same with like, you know, tasting coffee, trying coffees, having an open mind and just enjoying, right? I enjoyed Drothers. It was great. Didn't have the coffee I wanted. Who cares? I tried the one. I, I think I had actually had it the, for the previous time. Um, but like, right. Like it's fine. Like nice place to sit. Got to enjoy it. I have another place to go. And then, I did get to try, I bought one of their coffees, 46 by, oh no, I forgot the coffee at work. I will review this coffee for sure another time, but we've been tasting it uh, during our shifts and I've had it, it's basically more of like a dark roasty kind of coffee, smoky, chocolatey, good body, that kind of coffee. It is, uh, it was one of coffees they were selling. I think they had like, the two they're doing poor resort, but they were both like more like 
fruity, citrusy, berry kind of coffees, which... Yeah, it's not, it's not like my, like, go-to coffee. So I wasn't really wanting. So I, I bought one of the more, like, standard ones that I would enjoy. And that's been fun to kind of share that at work, uh, as well as kind of my a repertoire from the uh, Cafe Crail. The Defense Against the Dark Arts has been a huge hit, which is, in essence, more of an espresso coffee, right? designed to be ma- made as espresso. And then you could, you know, have the espresso itself, have the shot, um, like a latte or cappuccini, and then just enjoy it like that. And that actually did inspire me. I was, cause I was thinking about this, right? I had like two hours there and I was thinking for me, all right, I usually use the AeroPress and sometimes French press, not, not usually, um, it's just a bit, bit much work for coffee or is AeroPress where you grind, put it in two minutes done French press. Like ideally, right. It's, you let it sit four minutes, and then it's like technically good. I do like to let it sit another four for it, all the sediment to, you know, get to the bottom and then pour it. But, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, maybe in a year I might be like, you know, no, that's that's the way. But, you know, being aware of that. Uh, but for espresso, right, that does let you enjoy the coffee in its more like concentrated pure version so I guess that's maybe one of the lessons today is that why right when we are making espresso coffee, which you then also need the setup for that. It's not uh, not as uh, easily well, not easier, but it's stronger, right? It's like quote strong coffee, not weak. It's you know espresso, uh, and that's not enough for everyone. Then you could make a latte, right? Because you're getting more of that the flavor, more a little bit more rawer. I was probably the wrong word, but stronger, right? Because when you're making, let's say, just like a drip coffee, pour over, whatever, the coffee's going to be a bit, like, you know, diluted, right? It's going to taste like coffee versus espresso. So I could definitely see down the line after maybe a few more months, maybe a year, investing in some sort of espresso equipment because, right, I'm fairly into coffee and being able to like serve that to people as well as make it. And obviously, right. That's another piece of like, you know, kitchen equipment. So there is that to, 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 you know, take in mind, right. Cause if you want to make your own coffee, you know, I always recommend people to grind it as close to when you're going to drink it, but right. Having your own grinder might not be like, the best thing to just to add to your kitchen because for coffee, if, like you're not really into it, you can right just get it ground and you know have your coffee, you know, within the time of opening it, which most people would. If you're you know, even if it's just one person, even two people, you can go through coffee pretty easily and get to enjoy some flavor. Um, so that that was the note. That was kind of nice, and uh, work has been good. Uh, we are one month in. Vibes are great. You know, coffee is good. Uh, people are happy. Customers are good. Have some regulars. <clears throat> so that's great. Yeah, there's um some places I might, I was also considering to like revisit where um, there's like Soul Brew in Belmore, which is kind of part of a chain of Soul Brews around the island. There is the uh, Gregory's Coffee, which is a chain. I actually passed it when I was in Brooklyn the other week. 
And then I was told there's one like in Deer Park. Then there's one in I've the one I've usually gone to is in Melville, uh, not far from I believe the Northern or um, LIE on 110. So that is a chain, but they're like they're pretty good. I've I've gotten their beans before. I got like the dark roast. It was good. I've sat there with my friends and had coffee. Their food is pretty decent too. It's more of um I've only been to the one location. And they're kind of nice inside, kind of grass, kind of green. So like just to meet someone up, for, you know, meet up with someone, it, you know, it's great. You can just chill and enjoy that. Um, we're a little more in nature, you know, you know, sit for an hour, do your thing. Both can walk, uh, go amongst your business after that. And just enjoy the the fun. Other coffee places. Uh, roastery is definitely kind of on the agenda. I don't think I'll make it before the quarter ends because Starbucks new stuff will come out next week. So I, unless I happen to have a day off, I could just go into the city and get some reserve stuff. But uh, it's, I feel like I went with my friends from Starbucks uh, a few weeks back and we enjoyed like the alcoholic ones, which were pricey, but they were, it was good. It was an experience just to watch people and right with the, the Christmas you know, quote, the holiday season, whatever you want to call that. That's a different discussion. Not really in the scope of my, uh, <laughs> you know, my topics of conversation. But, uh, to, you know, nonetheless, there are going to be, let's see, the, you know, obviously Christmas blend, one of my favorites, a classic kind of, you know, Starbucks holiday offering, the holiday blend, which is also good, Thanksgiving blend. I'm sure the reserve, um, the Christmas will be good again this year. And that's all incoming. So that will be fun. Coffees to try. Uh, I'm sure other coffee places will have holiday e-drinks you know, with the spices and all that kind of goodies. So, yay. That's, that's kind of what's in the pipeline for that. Uh, New Year's coming up too. So another year for Coffee Fest or other coffee-related endeavors. Actually, I'll reach my one year of doing this for you guys next year. Uh, so that's... We'll see how many episodes we have. I think once I reach 52-ish, that'll be about here. I know there was a period where I wasn't nearly posting like every week exactly. Um, so if I end up doing like an extra post or two for you guys, then that would be a good... Uh, you know, extra bit to get to that 52 episodes and, you know, sharing that knowledge with you guys. Uh, coffee tastings have been good. I pretty much do them every day at work with my coworkers, looking to expand it to more customers so that customers can enjoy it. Obviously, right, Starbucks isn't exactly the kind of place where people are lining up to, you know, just try coffee. They're either there just to go in and out. Some people are just sitting there doing work or studying. So we can see where that goes. See if it goes in whatever direction. I've, you know, haven't, have put out word to people I've, I know from the coffee that I'll be doing this, you know, maybe there'll be rainbow cookies or other treats for you guys to enjoy. Uh, you know, that's, Part of the fun, right? It'll be like, I'm not bribing you, but you know, getting something good to 
enjoy. I would oh story from when I saw my friend at the brewery. Uh, my friend's uh, girlfriend has never had rainbow cookies. So, right as a coffee master, it basically falls on me to to solve that problem. It's a hundred percent in the realm of coffee master because right, you have coffee and what do you have? Snacks, rainbow cookies. Long Island is very well known for its um, Italian heritage, right? Italian bakeries. If you grow up on Long Island, there are tons of bakeries. You've probably had Italian cookies or something like that at some point. And if you haven't, well, then you know who to contact. We will make that be changed. It was a coffee tasting because right, Italian stuff goes great with right. It's just a natural uh, fit, and you know. That's right, Italiani. The mocha pop. You make it like a espresso. Not exactly espresso. Maybe a little sort of knowledge learning here is that right. The mocha pot is close to espresso, but it's uh, you put the coffee in the mocha pot, put it on the counter. It's like a mini little thing, and there's like a chamber for the coffee ground, a chamber for the water, and then another chamber to gather the. I don't want to say like evaporate, but you know the. The water will be boiled, it'll then evaporate, it'll go through the coffee, and then it'll settle in the other chamber after that. So that's how the, you know, the the brew method works. Um, not like the most common one, I would say just like strictly speaking for like Americans. Uh, it's usually, you know, definitely an Italian thing. Uh, it's just uh, kind of part of the culture and how you make coffee, right? Most people in America... Right, if we look at how people make it, you know, you get your coffee thing, your coffee machine or whatever, Mr. Coffee, right? Filter, you know, basic drip coffee, and right. If I feel like I brought this up, just the difference in the world of you know comparing, right? If you go to other countries, what is coffee? Right, they don't really have drip coffee; it's just the espresso. So that you know kind of loops back into what I was talking about before with, right? Me wanting to make more espresso-based uh, coffee. Um, and actually this is a very interesting learning point that as you, maybe you know or not, um, and logically you would, would come to this conclusion even if you didn't know it, right? Starbucks has automatic uh, espresso machines, so there's no manual dexterity or labor required to pull the shots, whereas with a, like, you know, I don't want to say an actual espresso machine, but an espresso machine where you are manually controlling, or you have to tempt the thing, make it all nice, get it ready, put in the thing, control the water. There's a bit more skill involved for the barista to make sure the shot is pulled. I don't know the taste difference. That's something I've really explored. So that could be a quest for me to just explore that and just really get to learn to preach it. Because that's not something I can really currently do i like let's say i you know if i worked at like a cafe possible right that would then be or like a, a non-starbucks cafe they right they may have that kind of equipment uh where you like right there's a certain time so for example the defense against the dark arts that i have um honestly that i've had the most positive reviews feedback from that amongst people so far so that's that's interesting um I don't have like a huge sample size. I don't I haven't served. It's like hundred people. Well, not even a hundred, but right. Let's say hundred to hundreds. 
So I couldn't tell you for sure if it is, you know, something I would serve my own place. Um, but right feedback being that it was widely well well received so that was kind of curious but is it actually that what is uh made to be an espresso or um yeah no made it's made to be served as an espresso so it would be um you know served in that that style even the the packaging will tell you the specifications of how you know to make it right because there's there's a certain ratio you want to adhere to Interestingly enough, like if you didn't know at Starbucks, there's a thing called updose, basically, which means you get more coffee. So a little more education here, a little random education uh, that at Starbucks you can get updose coffee. So it, right, it, it's updose, so you get a little more coffee, so it's um, a bit stronger. Stronger is probably the wrong word, um, technically, because it's or there's more caffeine in it. It probably tastes like more stronger in coffee, right? Well, like concentrate is probably the the more correct, uh, more concentrated ca caffeine coffee flavor because you're adding more coffee to it. Whereas, you know, if you did like a long shot, you're just putting more water in it, so it's gonna be more watery, kind of like Americana, which I've tried Americanos. It just tastes watery, and it like it makes sense because you're adding water to like the espresso, so you're really just diluting that flavor. Uh, which is something I've I haven't extensively like just sat there and like been like, all right, guys, like let's try all these like different ways of making like air press or whatever. Like it, with the right people, I will probably eventually do this kind of thing. Uh, right now, right, just sharing coffee with people, different flavors is probably or is a better educational experience then you know, like, oh let's get really fan like right if i find like people are really into coffee then it's a different um, thing because right you can only drink, drink so much coffee when you're sampling like i would say after all you're kind of like cool i'm good uh, but yeah at starbucks you can get the updose get a little more you can also get the ristretto which is like the shorter pull so it's a little concentrated a little sweeter not concentrated but like it's a it changes the, the taste a little bit and to be honest uh, Starbucks does have the espresso, and not to be honest, but to be more forthcoming and direct, candor, candid, um, the right they have the blonde, the regular decaf. Honestly, with the amount of sugar and stuff that goes in these drinks, like it makes me think, right, as a coffee you know, expert, well, expert master is my current title, right, can people really taste the difference all right, let's say you have regular espresso, blonde espresso, and then, well, I mean, excluding decaf, right? You have the blonde, you have regular. If you're adding, like, right, these four pumps of, you know, syrup, which was fairly standard, like the usual amount for most drinks, right? Medium is four, so, yeah. That, right, and you're adding milk. Mm, just, I find it, you know, skeptical to think that people could really taste the difference. Even right, especially if you just say some people do get restricted, but like it's usually people who who have heard it once and maybe tried it and were like, oh, this tastes good, and then you like placebo effect. You're like, oh, the restricted tastes amazing, blonde tastes amazing. Um, this idea of like true taste is very interesting to me because it's right at the core of just like coffee, of food, different you know beverages that you know my family's into wine so it's like right, being able to actually taste like is this like what does this wine taste like what does this beer taste like what is the flavor of the you know the inside component 
Um, so that to me is always fun. Always kind of a really exciting kind of thing. Cause you know, there's all like, there's, there's just the psychology of it too, especially with like wine and stuff. You know, if you think you're drinking like an amazing wine, it's just going to taste better. All right. The same with coffee or right with Starbucks more in that psychological sort of like, right. It's part of your routine. It's part of what you do. It's how you feel when you do it. And right. That's, that's perfect. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's amazing. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that that is what it is. People come at the same time, get the same thing. Boom. They go to the next part of their day. It's an anchor in their day. It's a moment where they can just be like, cool. I'm enjoying my drink. That barista was really funny. They made a cool joke. They made me laugh. Oh, rant of the week. Sometimes I think I have really good jokes. I have just really good, like, I'm not going to say really good, but I have like these, like, I try to make a little joke, a little funny moment, just like, oh, hey, like, you're the fourth, like, Joe today, and they laugh, and like, cool, I'm like, oh, Karen, oh, I have an aunt, Karen, are you my aunt, and they're like, no, and like, okay, but then the once in a while, there's people who are just like, you know, really do appreciate it, so that's kind of, I guess, right, life, no matter what job you do, people will, you know, act in a variety of different ways, uh, but it's been a really fun laughing point for me, just to observe Especially the, the, the drive-through is is the most funny because you just get people who are in very different uh, moods, I guess would be the word, or mental places when they come in and they're, they're like, depending if they're by themselves or with a friend and if they're in a rush, blah blah blah. You know, it just it's always fun because you don't know what you're gonna get. It's like a box of chocolates. You just sort of pick one, and you eat it. <laughs> I mean, you kind of know. You can look at the the sheet and then figure it out, which. Yeah, I, I, growing up on like I heard that it's like life's like a box of chocolates. Well, it's like you know what you're getting. So, yes, that that's my little rant of the the customer. It's not really a rant, just more obser- I guess an observation of um, human nature that you know people, you know, some people are more playful, some are not. Some are just like speaking really fast, and it's like. Just very curious to me. And I'm sorry, some people are like are just like very quick and they're like, whoa, it's like, all right, like, cool, just cool down. Like, right, like it's great you want to get out if you're really fast, or like right in anything. Like it's great you want you want to speed through this. You know, like same point. You know what? Like, let's just make sure we get your order right. Cause you know, like I yeah, I want to make sure you have the best time possible, right? This is customer service. So make sure we get your correct drink. I don't wanna right put down the wrong order. Um Right, we want to minimize the the um, the mistakes that we can uh, be in control of, right? So, like, making sure the order is the, the right order. Like, if it's hot or iced, a classic, what size? These questions, right, it's, you know, or we're just to make sure we get you know, the right thing or if they have the right, uh, like, syrup or whatever. Um Kind of also on the back end, just so you guys know, if you, you know, if you don't, if you didn't know, like every every time you want to change something, drink the barista has to like put that in. So like I feel like it would be very helpful if Starbucks sort of like let customers know this, um, right? Not, not that we don't want people to customize their drinks. No, of course, go ahead, customize your drink as you know as much as possible. Um, but right, giving people the understanding of like, hey, you can order your iced dopio with a splash of cream, like one pump brown sugar, one pump vanilla, one pump white mocha, 
sweet cream foam, caramel drizzle, white ice or whatever, right? I don't, uh, right? Who cares what you are, like how you are? But let's just be transparent and letting people know that, hey, right, the more things you say, right, that's something that the barista has to put in each time. And so you're aware, right? We are human, just like you, just like every person that, right? If you're having a person have to hit the screen and all this like, you know, 10 or more times, you know, not saying mistakes will always happen, but right. Starbucks is constantly training new partners. You know, you want to make sure your drink is right. Order something as simple or as close to the, um, you know, pictured drink will, you know, ensure that your drink will always right. And then well, it's supposed to be right. You're, you know, the, you know, you're, you're paid to make sense. Like, yes, but then, right. Let's, let's, let's take a step back and we say, well, there's a lot of kids. I'm calling them kids, high school kids, college kids, kids, you know, people who are working. They're just, it's a job part-time to, you know, get some money for beer or dates, whatever kids do these days. I don't know. Make TikTok videos, you know, I'm, whatever it is the kids do these days i i I, that's what i think kids do (laughs) so cool um they could make a mistake right if you're like if you're doing all these modifications and are they really going to care enough to you know they're there to make jobs they're trying to make the drinks or you know there's a lot of drinks there's always a lot of people wanting Starbucks. There's almost always a line. There's always things coming in. There's always cleaning to do. You know, a lot of things going on. And um, right, if I you know wanted to give some advice to customers, yeah, just make make your life better by just making sure your drink isn't too crazy. And you would say, oh, it's only one pump of this. But when you get one pump of three things, right, it's like, okay, click that syrup. And you have to click the pumps, then click the number, and then click, okay. It's like three to four clicks just to change to the one pump. And then multiply that by the number of syrups. Uh, and then also just, if I were to also emphasize the fact is, don't speak so fast. Where are you going? What do you have to do that's so important? You know, sure, it's great you want to, like, get in and out. You're in the drive-thru for that reason. I get it. You want to get in and out of Starbucks. You want to grab your coffee. You want to get on with your life. Me too. I want to get you there. I don't really care. Like, I just want you to be happy. You'd have your best... But then when you're just talking all fasty and all like, well, let me just get this fast. Like we're all obviously right. If something goes really fast, I could probably right remember it off the top of my head, but I, I want to ma- minimize my mistakes. I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Right. So part of what I do, I always like read it back because you know what? Like, you know, maybe you forgot to say something, right? You forgot to say ice. You forgot to say hot. You said the wrong syrup. Because we all make, we all make mistakes. We all say the wrong thing. So if you speak slowly, don't be in a rush. Just accept that. Hey, like you're gonna have a little playful time with us. We're gonna make you laugh. You're gonna have a good time. You'll get your coffee. It'll be right. And as long as it's right, we're both happy. I get you out quick and easy. You get the drink as you want, and then it's cool. And then also, don't complain about the prices. That's another thing. Why are people always complaining about the prices? Every quarter, prices go up. They're like, oh, but last week it was 25 cents less. No, you know, I'm ranting right now. I'm, I've extended this episode because that that is a rant. Um, I mean, honestly, it's 
not as applicable to like right like if you're your own small business because you would probably just you know, change prices like once a year um right or even when i was in like collectibles like the prices of stuff kind of changed but it was it wasn't like every quarter but like right it's it's two different environments i get as a, like a corporate thing or something that is like bigger of a, such a scale right it's just that's how it goes, especially with COVID. Things, you know, prices have have just gone up for everything across the board. Like if I look at the old Magic Gathering stuff, yeah, those prices are they've gone up, and it's you know, yeah, it's like people will just complain about anything because uh, like without fail, right? New quarter comes, launch, okay, new things, new drinks, or you know. We're in that quarter, like spring. We're now coming to winter, so it's gonna be that stuff. People are gonna be so excited. And it's great. I want you to be excited. I want you to have fun with it. Be cool, great. Like your, you know, toasted white milk is back. Cool. The sugar cookie is back. Great. Whatever drink you love to have this time of year because it's hot. No, it's it's cold. And then you want a nice hot, you know, holiday drink with your holiday cup. I don't know why you go crazy for the cup, but like it's there. You'll get it. You'll get the drink. It'll be great. But. If it's 25 or whatever more it is, it's, it, I don't know. It's just, it's like, bro, what do you, what, what do you want from me? I am a barista here. I work for this corporation. I think that's what I'm just going to start telling people like flat out and just be like, look, I just work here, bro. I, I don't make the prices. If you really have a problem, contact corporate. And then maybe I'll just shut them up or at least we'll stop doing it. Cause it's just like. Or maybe they just want to complain. You know, people's lives, they're, they're not happy with their lives. So they're like, nah, I'm going to give it to this barista and show them. Like, yeah, like, why is my coffee more? Be like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm just making your coffee, bro. So that's that's the fun. That's the fun we have uh, probably coming up in a, but the next month with the, you know, if the prices change, if they change, maybe they don't change this quarter. That'd be great. I think it's like right now, 320 for like a large coffee. So. Right, you compare that to 7-Eleven, Seven uh, Eleven's probably like a dollar or two or whatever. Or like if they have the special, I don't know, with the app and all that crap. Um, uh, but like literally today, someone was complaining about like, well, sour is so expensive. And I was like, all right. They're like, what? You said all right? They're like, oh, I thought I said sorry. He's like, nah. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, all right, cool. Here you go. Here's your refund. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Like, right? Like people just, or people just ask for refunds or, you know. People are like, my drink was wrong. You say, okay, here you go, one of us. Like, no worries. Like, you know, Starbucks is big enough that it can afford the whole, you know, making sure the moment, you know, making the moment right, making things good, taking care of your customer. But I've, I've gone on with a good rant for this one, so I think that leaves you a nice place. So I will leave you with that. The holidays are coming up. Enjoy the fall while it's still here.